Unknown Fairy Tale is a tale no one knows, a story simply lost in time for centuries. You might know the tale of Cinderella, a tale that simplified the true story. The heartbreaking, treacherous tale will leave you totally in awe. Before I give too much away, let me drop you into England's Hodgender Woods, deep into the enchanted forest where things are not always as they seem. In Hodgender Woods lies a cottage, and I'm not talking about the snow white kind of cozy cottage. I'm talking about the kind of cottage that has spider webs growing inside, rotting wood and termites that live in the walls. Inside the cottage, 14-year-old Ella Anderson is trapped. Trapped in a life of cleaning, house from house. Meanwhile, her wicked stepmother, Cecilia Brooker, and her mischievous daughters enjoy a life of luxury in a beautiful mansion. Life was not always this cruel. Once times were better. Once she lived in a time of happiness, when her father was still alive. Ella used to live in that same mansion with her own family. Her wicked stepmother forced Ella to clean empty cottages in the woods as punishments. An hour earlier, Ella was punished for not cleaning the entire house on time. Ella, you better make this cottage shine when I get back, or you'll be sorry, you wretched girl, screamed her stepmother and slammed the door shut. Ella fell to the floor and sobbed. Oh, why do I suffer so much? She cried. Ella, Ella, who's there? Who said that? said Ella. Goosebumps appeared on her skin. She felt an unearthly chill as her whole body began to tremble with fear. Ella, it's me. You're... Never mind that. Listen to me. Follow the path by the stream and through Old Man's Cave. They're waiting for you. You can thank me later. Um, I can't. I have to clean or they'll... Before she could finish her sentence, the voice interrupted her. I know. They'll hurt you. Said the voice... Wait, show yourself. I've been hurt too many times, and I'm not going to let anyone hurt me again. I've made the same mistake too many times, said Ella as she let a frustrating sigh. Nothing but the quiet sound of nothingness responded. Ella forgot all about the dreary voice and shoved her mop back into her bucket and started to clean. Ella, are you home? asked her stepmother as she swung open the rusty door. Ella jumped with fright. She accidentally tipped the bucket of water over and landed on the floor with a thud. Stop fooling around with that water. Ugh. Do you ha- do you call this clean, said her stepmother? Never mind that. Said I, I'm taking your sisters out to the market for new gowns. For new gowns. If you don't get this house cleaned on time, you'll be sorry. Now get along, her stepmother yelled. She disappeared once more. Ella walked down the bumpy path through the forest and back down to Mistress Mansion. Meanwhile, Prince Charming was preparing the county ball. Prince Charming is not the sweet hero everybody imagined. He's a selfish prince who only cared about himself. At local balls, you won't find him dance. You won't find dancing and laughter. Instead, they're filled with screams of terror and cries of ghost. Yep, that's right. I said ghost. The balls are usually held in the castle of Evelyn Lewis, Prince Charming's grandmother. It's when the balls are usually held in the castle of Evelyn Lewis, Prince Charming's grandmother. Halloween is the biggest time of year for the castle. It's when the maids and servants are setting up the biggest Halloween bash of the year. They use old Evelyn's castle for a very important reason. The castle is considered haunted, and in the prince's mind, that's the perfect place for a ball. The ball is more like a haunted house than a dance. He invites all sorts of creatures like ghouls, ghosts, and even goblins. Some say that his dead mother comes 
back to life every year to help with Halloween decorations. But that's just a silly old town's myth. More decorations. The ghosts need to be scarier than last Halloween, people. Come on, I could decorate better in my sleep, mocked the prince. The prince had a secret trap door in the top of his grandmother's castle, which led to the underworld, where he got his freaks. Do you have... You exactly... You really don't have a choice to go to the balls. He forces you to endure the torture. Did I mention, if you don't show up at exactly midnight, he'll chop your head off? The pain of the Charmings has been lasting for centuries. Before him, his grandmother ruled over Cambridge, and her father ruled before that. Prince Charming was not always this way. Once he was a kind and caring prince, but on his 16th birthday, an evil form of darkness sucked the goodness out of him and vanished deep down to the shadows. It's been that way for the last three years. Back at home, Ella was busy cleaning dishes, making beds, and sweeping floors. As she cleaned, she sang a tune, the only thing that brought her any joy in this world. Each night before bed, she sang the tune, and when she woke up, just as she finished her chores and made dinner, she headed up to her room. Living in a mansion sure sounds great and all, but it's not. Ella lives in the basement of the home where she is accompanied by small rodents and creepy crawlies. She sighed. After a long day's work, she pulled her sack over her and slouched to the floor. She was only given one log for warmth. She lit the log and a single flame burned. During the middle of the night, her stepsisters woke her up to brag over their new gowns for the ball. Look at her gowns, cried the sisters as they shoved the poofy dresses in her face. Huh? What's all over her face? asked one of the sisters. What do you mean? asked Ella, rubbing her sleepy eyes awake. I think it's Cinder from the fireplace. Ew. Ugh. Our, our, oh, we're going to the ball in an hour, and Mom says you have to help us. Now? Ella asked a little irritated. Yes, now, Cinderella, laughed the sisters. Ella helped each sister slip into their dress and powder them up. She fixed their hair and rubbed their shoes. Finally, when she was all finished helping her older sister, she sent them on the, their way. Even though all were forced to come to the ball, her stepmother made sure she did not. Her stepmother banished her from leaving the house and made sure Ella was not in any of the record books. Just as Ella was about to slip back into bed, Something miraculous happened. It would change her life forever. Ella, called the voice in a gentle whisper. It's you, the voice from the woods. Yes, yes, it's me, and I'm here to help you. You know that you're supposed to be at the ball, right? I know, but I'm never allowed to leave this dreadful prison. N Besides, no one knows who I am. My mother made sure of it, said Ella. Listen to me. You have to go to the ball. It's the only way to break the spell. I didn't want to freak you out or anything, but you have to believe me. I'm your mother. What are you saying? My mother died years ago from the plague when I was just a young girl. No, no, I didn't. Ella, you have to help me. Do you remember the castle of Evelyn Lewis, that evil princess? Evelyn's heart was evil, and she wanted nothing to do, wanted nothing to rule over Cambridge. Ella, I know this is a lot to take in. We were royalty. Your father and I were the king and queen. When your father left us, it was really hard to rule over the kingdom. The council decided it was best to find um, a better ruler than me. Different rulers from the world came around the area to rule the kingdom. And that's when I met Evelyn. 
From the instant I saw her, I could tell her heart was jealous. She wanted to shove it in my face that her, she and her husband were going to rule, and you or I, you and I were going to be kicked out. She was so jealous that she banished me from not only Cambridge, but from existence. I pleaded with her to do, pleaded with her, but nothing could stop such a dark heart from getting its way. She had all sorts of dark secrets up her sleeve. She owned spell books and mysterious potions. On January thirteenth, fifteen hundred, Evelyn put me into a curse. She thought she had banished me from life, but the spell only made me disappear. It was almost like the spell wanted me still, like it knew that this, that it could be broken and Evelyn could be defeated once and for all. Ella, I know it's a lot to take in. Would you be willing to tra- travel to the ball to help me break the spell? The very same spell which covered throughout the world? Trust me, I know from experience. The world was not always this awful. I, I can't believe it. It is you. I have so many questions, like, just before Ella could finish her sentence, her mother interrupted her. Look, tonight at 12.45, Evelyn's coming back. What do you mean, coming back? She died over 13 years ago. Oh, my dear Ella, there's a world you don't know about, and I would love to fill you in on the details, but we don't have the time. At 12.45, she's coming back from the dead to take over the world. She's going to use that awful spell book to mind control everybody. It's part of her evil plan. Do you know her grandson? Charles, I think that's his name, said Ella. Yeah, uh, she even brainwashed her grandson to join the darkness. If we don't get that spell book at the top of the tower on time, her mother let out a sigh, then, you know, we disappear too. The only problem is the book... The only problem is that the book is guarded by the best highly trained knights in all of Cambridge. We're going to need a little extra help. Um, why are we going here? Said Cinderella as she tried to keep close to her mother, following her into Hodgender Woods. She had always taken this path down for her monthly cleaning at the abandoned cottages, but never in a million years would she have thought to look here for help. Have you ever been inside of Aurora's cottages? Well, yeah, I clean these almost every day. Mom, trust me, nobody lives here, said Cinderella. She paused for a second rubbed her eyes. She was kind of confused at first. What? Who, who's in there? Cinderella, the cottages are meant there for to be there for a reason. Aurora means a bright light that shines throughout the sky. Those lights are not just any other lights. Those are dancing sugar plum fairies. You mean those little people inside there are fairies? Cinderella, have you ever told... Has anyone ever told you that you asked too many questions? No, why? Her mother laughed. <sighs> oh, my dear girl, you have a lot to learn. The Aurora can help us. Just maybe I hope that the magic of their wands can defeat evil. But you can't go to the ball just like that. Cinderella's mother quickly took her inside to meet the fairies. Why, who's this? They giggled. Um, my name is Cinderella. Listen, we need your help, said Cinderella in an urgent tone. Yes, yes, we know. Fairies know all things. But your mother's right. You do need to slip into something a little nicer than this. They pulled Cinderella into the back of the cottage and into their bedrooms. Now, how about blue? No, pink, cried the other fairy. This argument went on for a la- very long time. Uh, blue's fine, said Cinderella. Uh, we are on a time schedule. Within seconds, Cinderella looked down and watched as all...
All the old filthy rags started to fade as a gorgeous gown magically poofed on her. Whoa. Aw, just like her mother, said the fairies. Now, what about the hair? Ella's ratty hair became silky smooth and was put up into a bun perfectly. Perfect, just on time, said Ayn, one of the fairies. Now hurry, but no pressure. The world rests in your hands, sweet girl. Thank you, you're too kind, said Cinderella. She started to walk back into the living room where her mother was. Wow, gasped her mother. I've never felt so beautiful, Ella said as she admired her fancy gown and shoes. Ella, you know, beauty doesn't come from the outside. It's only on the inside what defines you. Whatever happens tonight, I just want you to know I will always be here for you, even when you can't see me. The fairies help Ella get ready. Ready for the ball and the tremendous hard challenge she was about to face. Would it be enough, though? Would the 30 minutes left on the clock bring her destiny or doom? One fairy... Ayn flew Cinderella across the clouds and onto the roof of the great castle. Ella was warned not to trust anyone she came encounter with. No one knows who's good or evil left in this world. Climbing onto the roof, climbing on a roof of a crackling castle is a lot harder than it seems, especially when Ella was crawling in a dress. One small scooch at a time, Ella slowly crawled, hoping not to be seen. She had been given a wand. That was only told to that was only told to use in case of emergency. Since evil sat on the throne of magic of Hodgender Woods, its fairies had its fairies' power had been draining. Day by day, the forces of good's magic drain, fueling the charming family's evil plan. Cinderella gasped. It it can't be, she thought to herself. She looked into the castle to see Evelyn come back to life she gasped and trembled with fright i can't believe it cinderella said cinderella jumped from the roof of on top of the castle and stealthily moved towards the tower with the spell that had the, of the spell book cinderella had not known that she had been seen the queen was watching her the whole time just as fairies knew everything so did evil spirits at the poof of a ma her magical hand, the queen transported Cinderella into her building. Hello, Cinderella. I've heard a lot about you. How did you... Oh, Cinderella. Poor, innocent little Cinderella. You really should have listened to that stepmother of yours. She's wise to tell you to stay home. Cinderella became furious. How could you say that? She was nothing but horrible to me. Why do you... Why are you so evil, and why do you hate my family so much? You don't know. So that nuisance of a mother never told you. When I came to be queen, the town hated everything about me. They never wanted me as a ruler. They wanted your mother. Your mother had beauty, grace, and everything I had ever dreamed of. Most importantly, she had love. The type of love that was so radiant and spread through everything. I wasn't going to stand by and watch those people beg for her return. So, I simply got rid of love and happiness and joy. But most importantly, I got rid of your mother. You'll never get rid of happiness, and your family will fall. This empire you have created will crumble into smithereens. Cinderella was about to wave her magic wand when the queen stopped her. I wouldn't do that if I were you. And besides, what good is that puny little stick? 
with no magic. The queen was too powerful. She drained the life out of the wand. Ha, now, you're nothing but a twig to defend yourself. Why don't you just go back to where you became from, Cinderella, before I make you suffer? You know what? No, cried Cinderella. Excuse me? said the queen as her anger began to rise. I said no. You know what? I might not be the most powerful or I might not have magic, but I have love, something that you will never find. Nothing is strong enough to defeat the power of love. With every last remaining breath, she spoke. She spoke about truth and joy that filled her heart. What are you doing to me? What's happening? said the queen. The queen slowly watched as she crumbled into thin air. Nothing but a pile of ash was left of the queen. Oh, my, that was disturbing, said Cinderella. She glanced up at the clock. 12.43. No, no, that can't be right. There has to be more time, cried Cinderella. Frantically, Cinderella ran over to the spell book and tore through the pages, hoping to find that spell. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Wounding down. The time was wounding down, and no spell. No, she cried. 12.44. With seconds remaining on the clock, Cinderella fell to the floor and wept. She wept for the innocent lives that would be lost and cried for the prince who was under the spell. One single drop of her tear fell onto the spell book. She clutched the book tightly in her arms. All alone in that miserable tower, she wept on the cold brick floor. All of a sudden, something happened, something beautiful and wonderful. The tower started to transform. Ella watched as the crumbling walls around her started to change back into strong walls that were covered in portraits. What's going on? she thought to herself. She opened the door of the tower, only to see the building was becoming a great castle again. At first she thought she was crazy to watch a building transform back into its original form. Ella called a voice. Cinderella quickly turned around to see her mother standing there along with those pesky fairies. Mother, she cried and ran back into the arms of her mother. You did it, my dear. You broke the curse, said her mother as she gently stroked her fingers through Ella's hair. But I don't understand. I use no magic, replied Ella. Magic can't save us. Only the love in our hearts, said her mother. The kingdom of Cambridge was restored and the rightful family took over. Ella and her, mo- Ella and her mother lived happily ever after. The end. Thank you.